This episode is in collaboration with Parsec Sabres. Jedi. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Recap. Let's see what knowledge is lurking inside that little mind. Now tell me, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? So good. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Ahsoka Recap. You know what time it is? It's Tarno time again! And my name is still Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, it's Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker. How goes it, sir? Oi, oi, savaloi. Um, mate, we're having a uh, a little bit of an Indian summer, I think we call it, here in the UK. Yes. So we've had a bit of an average August, and then come, and this, it feels like this happens every year. September, crazy warm. Yep. So it's going to be 30 degrees today, um, but that's not because of the sun. That's because of the absolute fire that dropped on Disney Plus today, mate. The absolute fire. Um, can't, yeah, can't wait to just jump in and and, and, and chat, mate. I, honestly, I I need to get out of my system. That's where I am. I need to get it out. I've, I've got a lot of thoughts. I've got a lot of opinions. I've got a lot of excitement. And, and this, this is what it's all about. Right here, this is what it's all about. Just like watching new Star Wars, getting to chat with your mate about, you, you know, new geeking out Star Wars stories. Yeah, geeking out, mate. Geeking My out. My man is wait. He's, I can see it now. He's excited. He's beaming. He's, uh, he's looking fresh. Before we start, uh, once again, we'd like to acknowledge the WGA and SAG After Strikes. And that without the labour of the writers and actors currently on strike, Star Wars Ahsoka, do you know what? It would not exist. And we also feel that us discussing the show celebrates the work that everyone on the production did without undermining our fervent support for the strikes. Now, that said, Luke Bly has said that there's a new episode today. There is. That's why we're here. If you haven't seen the fourth installment of Star Wars Ahsoka, we're going to do one thing we never tell you to do, and that's stop listening. Don't listen to us. Yet. Because we are going to be diving into full spoilers with this episode. This is a spoiler-heavy recap of uh, the f- fourth part of Ahsoka. Go and watch it. It's about 45, uh, 35 minutes long uh, without credits. Watch it, absorb it, come back, listen to us, and hopefully you agree with what we have to say. So one more time, spoilers done. Don't, don't, don't at us anymore. Lukey Boy, part four, Fallen Jedi, directed by Peter Ramsey. The date is the 6th of September, 2023. Up top, what we always do, if you're new to the show and the recaps, is we give our top line thoughts and opinions on the episode before diving into it fully. So, Lukey Boy, part four, what are you thinking? Like like anything, mate, like anything. Um, It's not perfect. It has some flaws. It has some blemishes right but sometimes those blemishes you, you you just don't you just don't care about if anything they might even <laughs> add character to 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 something right 
Um, I am thoroughly impressed. I'm very, very happy f- with, with this episode without, without any sort of, you know, Anakin stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying it up top. I'm saying it up top. Yeah. Spoiler, the, innit? The, 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 it, I'm just, it's, it's the it. elephant in the room and I'm sure we're going to refer to it throughout the episode. Of course. Anakin Skywalker, um, obviously pops up right at the end. I, I loved that. Absolutely loved it makes a lot of sense they they haven't really kept it a secret we knew it was going to come right if 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 you've been keeping up with the star wars zeitgeist and star wars like just 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 chit chat on twitter and instagram you you probably knew or even if you saw one of the most recent trailers or promotional clips for ahsoka you knew it was coming yeah um but i wasn't i i did not know it would be this episode and so to have that right at the end was just i think the perfect cherry on top on what is a very 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 strong episode of 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 just star wars not ahsoka star wars the combat the duels the mythology the 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 kind of takes on faith and spirituality and personality it was it was really good mate really really good there's a there's a lot to dissect but i don't know an an episode like this just gets my gets my juices flying it gets i'm thinking oh what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen here i wonder what that means and and so in that regard mate boy it's it's right now it's near perfect because it's done its job as as an episode bang in the middle of the season it's not filler it's not like teasing us too much it's teasing us a little bit it's brilliantly balanced um, I'm really interested to see what you think and see your opinions. I wonder if you're as hyped as I am. What, what, what do you think, mate? How are you feeling right now? I'm just absorbing your levels of energy and excitement, <laughs> my man, because I hope, I mean, I'd love to imagine everybody in the fandom is like this, you know, win, lose or draw in terms of the episode that we're just excited that we're getting it. Not because right. we're, we're just here for the hashtag product and content, but why shouldn't, why shouldn't we be excited? You know, Disney Plus are, are giving us these shows which we never thought we'd ever get. You mentioned Anakin. You never thought we were going to get Aiden back in any way, shape yeah. or form, but no, we're no. getting him in the right reasons. <laughs> as for the as for the episode though, mate, oh, I thought this was I thought it was a cracker. I thought this was really good. And similar to you, mate, even without the, it's not a cameo, even without the appearance at the end, the, the, the episode was fabulous. Um, yes. Lit- literal, well, cliffhanger, cliff faller, maybe, but... It's, oh. it's done its job in setting up w- where we've been, where we are, where we're going. It also has that, w- whereas it is a very serialized show, this episode and part three just feel like just, you know, two parts of one whole. It looks like we've had two arcs so far. Um, but mm. we do have a very definitive cliffhanger at the end of this episode uh, to kind of take us into the second part of what se- what feels like now is going to be a pretty bonkers second part of the season where we've left off and where we know that the baddies are all going to anything, you know, everything, anything's fair game now, mate. That is what excites me more. But for this episode, like you mentioned, the combat was, I thought the combat was fabulous in this. Uh, I think Peter Ramsey's direction is great. He, he obviously did the episode in Amanda with Zeb. He co-directs into the Spider-Verse man's got, talent for days and he really and th- he really gave us a cinematic feel throughout here um so yeah. i really enjoyed this one mate good time with it like you say, I'm, I'm sure there's a few things here and there we'll pick up that i thought yeah that was fine yeah it's fine 
Whereas the rest of it was really good. But yeah, there's a lot here, mate, which I thought, yep, there's a few moments where I had a big old smile on my face. And on a Wednesday morning after I've eaten my crumpets, what more could I ask for? Oh, I was porridge today, mate. Ooh, the old oh, I porridge. Like note. Oh, love it, mate. Love it. I'm an OT boy. I'm an OT boy. It's <laughs> just this. There's so much to unpack. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, yeah, Peter Ramsey, I'm pretty sure he did some stuff in the last Mando season. Yes, he, he did, yeah. And that was his first uh, dip into Star Wars, right? Yes, Mandalorian right. season three. I hadn't done anything else in... in okay. Yeah, I, I can see why they got someone like him to do this episode. You know, it's very action-packed. There's, there's a lot of action. And it, yeah. And it doesn't take long to get to get into it, right? And 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 pretty much from when the action begins, it's action till the end. Yeah. And I'm I'm someone who um, you know, like the first Avengers film. Which when did that yes. come out? Twenty twenty twelve. Oh, twenty twelve, yeah. Twenty fifteen was a civil, civil war, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil war. Um, back in 2012, I remember watching the, you know, the battle for New York there. And it's just like action for what feels like an hour at the end of the film. And for me, it, it action can actually feel quite draining and it can feel like, oh, this is too much. Like I, I, I kind of just end up switching off unless it really, really captures me. Right. So I, I think when action does work, and even in the prequels, sometimes if you you know if I'm not in the right frame of mind, I can easily like drift off. I almost become like deaf to the noise of yeah. of action that happens. But like you're being attacked here. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just yeah. you know I'm going I'm going into rest rest mode. <laughs> I'm just going to my happy place. Airplane mode. Yeah. In my happy place. Have you seen that? You know, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, <laughs> oh god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in my happy place. Sucking his thumb. Yeah, that's it. That's basically uh, me when there's too much action on the on the TV screen or the film <laughs> on the film screen at the, the cinema. The five Armies gave me those feelings as well. The Hobbit. Oh, the Hobbit don't. Film. No, it's just don't. But you get you okay. So you get my point that like yes. sometimes when there's too much action and when there's not enough depth peppered throughout the story, and obviously you're going to have your own biases and investment in characters that are involved in the action. But I think in this instance, it was it was masterfully balanced, masterfully balanced. It it it, it didn't distract me. I didn't like end up gumming out over it. It was just the right amount, mate. I just <laughs> he's loving it I'm, I'm th- I honestly I'm thoroughly impressed and I wasn't expecting it today I really I wasn't expecting this episode I was if 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 I'm being completely honest completely transparent for whatever reason as we I, do I thought today I was fully expecting to get a more run of the mill episode that's really? what I was expecting yeah I was yeah hmm. My man, um, well, uh, it's when you were talking about the fighting, I was just thinking, yeah, that, uh, I know the, the, the choreography is very good and the the range of different fights or duels that we got, ranging from obviously duel to Mando versus Jedi to Jedi versus Jedi and guards mm. and everything. But the editing is what worked well for me as well. The editing was done with a, it had a real, it had a real kineticism to it, but it didn't feel like they weren't just cutting, cutting, cutting between each fight and between each move. 
Uh, yeah. Again, very much like the Samurai films of old, which this series, if it wasn't obvious before, it certainly is now, is absolutely inspired by. You get those, you get those long mid to long shots where you just see the combatants preparing themselves for battle. Again, like an, almost like an honor system, like a respect system. They, they 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 prepare, they get to stance, they fight, and we get to see where they are in conjunction with each other. When there's more than one going at the same time, running concurrently. I, I got the sense at least that I knew what was going on. I knew where Ahsoka was fighting whomever and uh, Sabine was fighting whoever as well. You know, I, I felt like they were interlocking, working at the same time. And when it came, when they all came to a, a crescendo, it all, mm. yeah, it worked sometimes with action as well. And Star Wars has been guilty of this. It can be, it can be over quickly, but also the, the aftermath, it's almost, it feels too quick as well. Like character will get from A to B and you think, you, how did you get there? It's not, mm. there's no suspending disbelief. Like how did you get from A to B so quickly? Whereas here, I, I got the sense that they, they were close enough to the temple or the ruins for the characters to get there in quick enough time. Um, now you've just said that I've just realized with, with, with the exception of course, Hera, right who's off it and doing new republic stuff and and yep. we'll, we'll get to that she comes to the planet anyway what's the planet called by the way cetos cetos yeah cool name cool name it is um yeah the whole episode happens geographically within a few hundred feet meters yeah yeah the no whole episode yeah. right it's all in just one point. quite yeah. central location the whole episode you've just kind of made me made me realize that and it's good isn't i it? think that it is good and and <laughs> and i think it um it kind of reaffirms that this this show is taking its time yep. it's taking its time so even when it is action-packed even when there's a lot going on and you know a lot does go on in this episode there is even a lot of kind of info dumping going on but it's still very, very grounded. And it's like, yeah, no, we're going to stay. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was for uh, wrongly, wrongly expecting a more slower kind of typical, I say typical connective wrong expression. Yeah. Like a connective episode <laughs> I'm like, okay, this makes sense and stuff. But I was, oh, for whatever reason, I'm going to say again, wrongly, I was fully expecting to be like, um, I, I, I think we might get a five, six, maybe a seven out of 10 episode today. No. Um, like a bridge episode. And it wasn't bridger. that. It, 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 was, it was not a bridger episode. It was <laughs> not yet. It was, it was a, a lot happened. A lot, a lot, a lot happened. Um, yeah. And, and I think from the, from the get go, this episode kind of sets the tone of, 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 not only not only this installment of Ahsoka, but the whole series. Um, the 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 intro has a lot of ambiance, doesn't it? It's just Yang working on the ship, and that's all you hear. You know, it's not really a huge musical introduction. It's just no. Oh, yeah. I said the T six is knackered, and he's yeah. basically fixing it. It, it, it <laughs> ca- follows on from last week, and. We've said on this show, I know you specifically have as well, about the relationship between Sabine and Ahsoka is coming on leaps and bound. It's developing uh, at its own pace, but it's developing nicely. And this mm. episode starts with, with that as well. It, they're, they're setting the stakes immediately with Ahsoka telling uh, Sabine, listen, the enemy has the map 
and they have the means mm. to get to where they need to go. Listen, the, we have a problem here. We've got a difficult choice, which you need to face up to. And Ahsoka essentially says, if if they can't get to Ezra, if they can't f- make that journey, no one can, which yep. is necessary. But it is also, you know, that's pretty apocalyptic thing to say. Like, basically, if we can't make the journey, we're going to have to kill all of them and destroy that thing. Um, and it's it, it's a big, heavy way to start. And of course, Sabine's not happy. She's saying, look, he will be stranded out there. It won't come to that. And I love when Ahsoka's like, listen, it may already have come to that. We cannot let Thrawn to return as the heir to the Empire. And and the kicker line is, of course, she then asks Sabine, can I count on you? Sabine says, you know that you can, which of course means she won't do anything mm. later in the episode to counteract that. But um, yeah, I just think that it's uh, it's it's two people in run room acting, um, give them some decent enough dialogue, let them perform and let them set the stakes alongside with Kevin Kiner's or the Kiner brothers incredible score, but Kevin Kiner, I just think it's a really good way without any action to set up where we were and actually just how big the implications of this map actually are. I I thought of you throughout the episode steaks. Steaks. Yeah. (laughs) Steaks. Medium rare, salt, pepper, aromat on the chips. Love it, mate. Love it. Love the filth. Love the filth. See Um, that fat. You're 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 bang on the money, mate. And you know, I remember on the lead up to Ahsoka on the shows leading up to it when we were breaking down trailers and and that 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 one of your concerns and you know it's mine mine as well was some of the dialogue in the trailer came across as quite clunky, maybe even cheesy sometimes, but I think we would always caveat that by saying, Well, sometimes in Star Wars that just ease. Just really works and it yeah and it yeah and the way that's the way it is you know it's not Tolkien it's still a show for everyone for 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 the whole family right um I don't know about you mate I don't know about you and I think you kind of implied it just there but so correct me if if, if I'm wrong but um or if you think differently but I'm thoroughly enjoying the dialogue I think dialogue's pretty decent and I think yeah, no, there's no real issues of it no no right but no. it even with the heir to the empire thing, like in the trailer, it, you know, the volume, the tone was just, the pitch was edited just slightly to make it more, um, uh, declarative, nod, yeah. more declarative. Whereas actually in the show, it's just like uh, the end of a line. It's just like, yeah, because he's going to return as heir to the empire. And it's mm-hmm. like, all oh, right. Yeah, no checks out checks out you know so it's a reminder isn't it it's a healthy reminder to not always get carried away with the trailers we we know that disney have a solid solid trailer editing team um and 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 they can edit that audio and so we 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 heard it all and experienced it all during the sequel trilogy era you know and during all the spin-offs like rogue one so that's a really healthy reminder i think i think so it's uh, I just wanted to bring that out. The, 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 I think the, the dialogue. dialogue's got better. I think the first two episodes, they wasn't bad, but it was expository. They were setting the scene, catching us up on Rebels. And it did. It did and I mentioned this in that recap. It did kind of sometimes feel like as people who know where things are going, it's like a bit handholdy, not, but mm. still not overly rudimentary. I think this ep- uh, that last episode was an improvement and this episode uh, is an improvement on that. Feloni, again, Feloni, I don't think Feloni is... The great, the greatest screenwriter, 
but that isn't to say that he's bad or average. He's a he's a very competent, very good screenwriter. Um, but I think his mm. he he excels at you know this kind of dialogue rather than any other Star Wars series that we might have seen in recent years, shall we say? Um, but it works though. You don't you don't need like big um, Shakespearean monologues in this show, particularly. It works right. on the smaller character moments. So I think the the, the dialogue has got better and. It's, I don't think it's been bad, though, and this episode didn't have bad dialogue, I don't think. Well, just going back to your point about, um, you know, them effectively choosing maybe not to find Ezra because they're, they're, oh. they're, they're saying, look, if we can't, if, if, if we can't do this, no one should really. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of that realization of, and you know what that means. It means like our search for Ezra. Yeah. That, that has to stop. If if we have if we have a chance to stop this from happening, it, it has to stop, right? So all, already you're kind of learning the priorities of of Ahsoka, and also uh, it's it's a credit to Sabine because I, I I feel like, and I've watched through this episode twice, by the way. How many did you manage to watch it two times I've, or just I've one done time? a kind of a one and a half, watched it through okay. fully, and then I've gone back to specific moments which I wanted to make sure my notes were pretty tasty on, right. Right, 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 and um, yeah, I just I I feel like Sabine's reaction to that was was kind of understanding and you know, frustrating, but understanding. And there's a lot going on, mate. There is, there is, there is just <laughs> a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on, and then it switches very smoothly again. Like you said, like the switches, the cuts are very smooth in this episode. Balen. And Morgan are having a chit chat over at the Henge, and they call it in this episode the Henge. I don't know if you picked up on they that. They do like, oh, subtitles. Right, okay. are, you know me, mate. mate yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> on my second run through, I watched it with uh, with subtitles, which is a habit man. I'm getting into. You know, I watch it first time, just just no laptop, just me, phone on, do not disturb. Just take the episode in, and I watch it another time with subtitles with my laptop, making a few cheeky notes. You know, best way and. Ah, it's the best way. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it, mate. Thoroughly enjoying it like that. And it helps that it's bin day for me on Wednesdays. So I'm getting up early anyway Here we go. to put the bins out and the Here bags out. And yeah. So insight to. into the life of Luke Blywalker. Bin day boy, for me as well, actually. <laughs> is it? It is, yeah. <laughs> oh, bin. Bin so friends. <laughs> uh yeah it's it's uh, balen um and morgan having a little chit chat balen's like oh we best get underway soon he's kind of like hasty isn't he like oh no yeah. let's go let's leave yeah let's get our information as soon as possible he gets morgan's like, yeah that's it that's it morgan's <laughs> like oh um is that a note of fear in your voice mm. balen's back and balen's responses in this series so far are just like so calculated which goes along with his fighting style and everything but he's like oh no it's experience like i know i know what's coming i sense it i know yeah. it oh mate <sighs> fantastic swollen and i know no. it's i know it seems to be the the done thing when an actor passes away to say what a performance or nobody else could do it like him and to the latter point i don't know if anyone else could but um mm. i think he's he brings that air of real air of presence and gravitas by not really doing an awful lot up until this point, up until this point of the the episode, you know, he's standing, he's just letting his words and his cadence and his um, tone of his voice do the work for him, which isn't a bad thing whatsoever. And he's given, he's not actually think about it in the last four episodes. Now this one aside, he hasn't really been given a lot to say or do 
Mm. But when he has done, only the reaction online goes to show that you know people really, really appreciate this character. They want to know more about this guy. And it's little lines like the one you've just mentioned, which make me kind of, they don't tell us anything about him, but they they also do at the same time. When, yeah, when Morgan says, are you scared? And he's like, no, it's experience. Call it experience. <sighs> he knows he's been in these situations before. He knows, like you say, he knows something's coming. He can feel it. He's lived through he's lived through the clone wars as i forget and the fall of the jedi he's seen stuff it's it little just a little word of the way he says it mate you get an insight into how he how he thinks and um also how much he um values his apprentice morgan doesn't like shin she ain't got any time for her but balan's uh, right morgan says that the guards aren't going to stop ahsoka and sabine you know they're not going to do anything but balan's like yeah shin will and Shin gives him a little smile and walks off. And I, yeah, those two, at the minute, seem like peas in a pod, don't they? Father and daughter, mate. Father and daughter. I you reckon I'm, that's what I'm, it is? I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it's something. Even if it's like, I mean, clearly, if they're not blood related, and I suppose it's not the end of the world if they're not, and it's actually not a big deal if they're not, but it's... It, definitely thematically found family isn't it it's the it's the it's the opposite to ahsoka and sabine so maybe actually now i said that now (laughs) maybe it makes sense to they're not father and daughter welcome to the recap (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe maybe it makes more sense that actually they are that that they're a father-daughter kind of dynamic but Mm. not 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 blood related um yeah that might make actually a lot more sense um yeah oh mate i I love this i love chatting this i was gonna say though like balen and shin it feels like they've been around for ages right like Mm -hmm. it they they really feel organic and authentic you know in in as a part of the star wars universe and the star wars canon it's it's a real real joy just seeing them kind of unravel and every every Mm. week we're just seeing a little bit more of their personality you know their their kind of aim and it's just slowly being revealed over the course of this of 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 the season very impressive um i'm 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 gushing a lot about this episode i know i'm 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 well aware of that but i want to just um i just want to say and and i actually think this is maybe even a little bit nitpicky Right, Ooh. it's a little bit nitpicky, and I thought it was more prevalent at the start of the episode, uh, the first half of the episode. Was there were moments where I was looking at the episode and thinking, "Oh, a bit volumey, a bit yeah. volumey." Yeah, didn't didn't notice this as much in the other episode, right? Mm. And actually, the other episodes don't look quite as volumey, but at the beginning. You know, particularly the beginning of the episode, I am like, yeah, this is. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can like, if I'm looking for it, I can see that circular line in the background, <laughs> right, where the yeah. woods start and where they don't. There's and- a shot of a soaker outside the T6 looking out the um, woods, and that's the one I thought. And we don't mean to look look for these nitpicks, but you can't help it, can you? I didn't notice it throughout the rest of the episode, mind necessarily. It was more like you say Same. at the beginning. Same. It might even be, maybe when I say first half, that's probably not even accurate. It's probably like the first quarter, first third, if that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the environment, though, of Cetos, like the forest with the red leaves. Love it. I really like that natural environment that they're on. It's very Middle Earth. It's mm. very Middle Earth. And I keep, and that's not Ribbon my Day. last Lord of the Rings reference. Of. I've, I've oi, written oi. it a few times in my notes. Yeah, oi, oi. But, but it makes sense. Dave Filoni is a huge Tolkien fan. 
And I, I think even just tonally, uh, this planet and at times this episode is like, oh yeah, this is I can I can imagine this being in probably something like Rings of Power, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I like that. I, I really, really like that. I really enjoy that, um, mate. The, the, it, it it was fantastic. It was fantastic, and I, 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 w- I wanted to just put it out there because that's one of the things that I don't think is perfect, and therefore this is not a perfect episode. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I knew you you'd, you'd think the same thing anyway. But yeah. by, like you said, by the end, I'm I'm not really thinking that at all for the rest of the episode. I didn't pick up on that at all, um, mate. We get a droid fight, oh. proper, you know, throwing arms. Yeah, Conor McGregor style droid oh, I fight. It. Yeah, I loved it. They're proper going at each other, aren't they? Have we? We've never had a a proper throwdown before, have we? With a slug slugfest between droids, have we? I, I mean, we saw I mean, some maybe in the Clone Wars, maybe in the background, but in, not like this. I mean, there's the droid fighting in Solo, but not quite like they're not like that's more like a Robot Wars, you know, like the TV yeah. show Robot Wars. <laughs> I remember that. My brother, my brother wanted to be in robot. I think like um, his, him and his mates were building a robot for Robot Wars that when we lived in so Devon. Cool. That was <laughs> a dream to be on Robot Wars. If you don't, I think I do think it's, that it is international. Uh, most territories have their own version. But if you don't know it, just YouTube like Robot Wars UK or something, and you'll get Craig Giles talking to you. Uh, and it was oh. so much fun. Uh, I really, really, really liked Robot Wars. But yeah, mate, the droids, um, the droids fo- uh, throwing down. You know, Hu Yang's got some moves, man. Eventually, you know, there's there turns out to be quite too many there. But Hu Yang, he ain't giving up, mate. He's twenty five thousand years old, but you know, he's he's got a right hook on him for the ages. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. I was very happy to see Hu Yang just like throwing arms and <laughs> yeah. know, taking the people down. Yeah. And I loved that um, Ahsoka instinctively is like, yeah, no, that's not like, Huyang's not just made a mistake. Like I've worked with him enough to know that, that the lights have all gone up, power's gone out. Power's gone Huyang out. just wouldn't do that. And she just ignites her lightsaber. She's like, oh, lightsabers. And just like heads downstairs. Sabine's like, right, Mando mode on, activated, oh, helmet yes. on, and go downstairs. And she, that's it. it. She's like kind of bang, bang, bang. She's, she's on Mando mode. Ahsoka's cool. on Jedi mode. Um, and Ahsoka's like telling telling Yang like prioritize the transmitter because we need to communicate with Hera. You know, yes. again, it's a it's a Filoni thing in this episode that he uh, in, or in this series, sorry, is that he's reminding us of context. He's like, yeah, no, don't forget that these guys are isolated. Don't forget, yep. like, that no one knows where. So, so, so we need we need to communicate with that. It's just one little line, one little moment. By the way, that needs to happen. Cheers, mate. And then the fighting continues. And the fighting is fantastic. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then it's action from there, mate. Action from there. I'm here for it. Four um, days. Yeah, mate. When when you see uh, Sabine coming out of those Westar 35 blasters, like, there, yeah, that is... That's what I want to see. Look, I love seeing her with Ezra's saber and training with the, with the, with the light sword, laser sword, but, man... It's, um, Rebels of Sabine would just come out blasting. Any so anyway, I started blasting helmet on. I was like, "That's that's that's what she should be." I think in this, I don't want to tell Filoni what his character should be, but for me, I'm like, I got so much more satisfaction from just seeing her in, like you say, in Mando mode than in you know when she was fighting with a saber previously. Even though I loved that, uh, but we'll get to that 
shortly. But I really like I really like uh, seeing her coming out like that, seeing Hu Yang throw down, um, and the, the the dialogue before that. It was any other time I think I would have rolled my eyes. I almost did <laughs> when he he's fixed the ship and he's like, ah, I have fixed the ship. Everything is okay now. Nothing could possibly go wrong. I was like, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and then, of course, the droid just comes out and leathers him, but um, <laughs> it's fine. Any other time, I'd just be like, God, I don't do that. But it's Hu Yang and, and David Tennant. So I think the line is deliberate, obviously, but uh, it's the way he sells it with so much campness to it. Like, oh, nothing could happen to me now. We're safe. And he gets an app, then he gets an absolute beating. But. Um, <laughs> Ahsoka also tells Sabine that sometimes they've got to do what's right, regardless of the personal feelings. And she said the line, she says, when the stakes are this high, you know, Ahsoka has to believe that they've got to put personal feelings behind them. And she says stakes, so me and her, we're like oh. that. Um, but yeah, I, I, liked the, I liked the fight. Um, I liked, uh, I, I, with Ahsoka, I think what she does is cool, but Sabine was the standout there for me. And I like how they worked together in this Ahsoka literally uses one of the guards as a human shield to block blaster fire. So Bean then gra- gra- um, grabs him with a uh, like lasso, and then Ahsoka just like, slices them up the middle. So yeah, I mean for people who want action, they're getting it. You know, people who want lightsaber action, Amanda action, and Force getting sliced, they are getting it. And um, there was one bit in this scene which made me laugh, mate. It was the end bit when that actual scene finishes. Mm. <laughs> so this is a me thing. It's a very UK thing, but. Ahsoka and Sabine to sort of like turn hill and run, start running through the woods. But the way it's captured and the way it's shot, it reminded me of um, Delboy and Rodney dressed as Batman and Robin and only fools and horses. I literally got it written down. I was like, oh no, I can't unsee that now. It's the oh, first no. time they run away. I was like, oh no, that's proper Matt, fool and horses. You've, you've ruined it for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's that first yeah, part. Like, no. Let's go, Delboy. Let's that's go. It. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, it's a that, is a, that is a proper UK. It's a UK sitcom, guys, and yeah, it's it's, uh, from like the eighties and the nineties. Um, oh, well, I tell you what, Hu Yang actually delivers a very sweet line um, that's very relevant to, to to this whole series. Really, he goes, "Can I give you guys some advice, or you two some advice, something like that?" And he's like, "Just stay together. You always do better when you're together." Yep. And remember, Hu Yang's like a, he's 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 an ancient kind of droid, right? Twenty five thousand years old. He has a lot of experience. He's dealt with a lot of Jedi in the past, like up until the the, the rise of the Empire. And um, yeah, he's he's bang on the money. And I was like, oh, foreshadowing a little bit. Like they're not sticking together. <laughs> <laughs> they're not sticking together. And and that's that is what happens. But before the fight continues, you kind of have a or fighting continues. Um, you kind of have a little bit of respite with uh, the New Republic kind of team and 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 Harrison Duller and Jason. We see the ghost. Yes, uh, Carson Teva is back. Yeah. Brendan Wayne, our yeah. mate. <laughs> Our mate, everyone's favourite American Arsenal fan, is well, an X-wing yeah. pilot now. So, gonna have to drop him a little line saying, "Oi, oi, Savalier, Lieutenant well Lander." His character's name is Lander. His surname is so. I so, as soon as our boy popped up, do you know when you look at someone and think, "I know, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. who that is." I was mm-hmm. like, "That's Brendan." It. He's he's what he, he's 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 deserved his his place to get his face on camera. He's now got it. He's an X-wing pilot. 
I was very, very, very pleased uh, and happy and proud for Brendan. And yeah, we'll drop him a line and say, mate, you're keeping that a secret for. What are you sticking to NDAs for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Well, I I actually, I, I, I really enjoyed the interaction between Hera, um, the New Republic officer who kind of runs over and is like, you know, you can't leave without the authorization. And Hera's like, watch me. I'm going to, you know. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. But I, had, I, I think there's more to that whole scene than, than, than meets the eye personally. And I think Hera is the antithesis of what's kind of happened to the New Republic, something that we've discussed at length before in, in recaps and in our main show, is that the New Republic is, is full of a lot of bureaucracy, right? And I think the point the episode's making is bureaucracy bu- – the bureaucracy in this instance is getting in the way. They need to act now. You you remember like Rogue One, right? The the the, re- the early Rebel Alliance kind of votes against doing anything about Scarif, and and they would have been pooped if they'd done that. If they would have played their cards quite conservatively, and then the guys that actually want to do something, the actual Rogue One squad dem is like, yeah, nah, we're gonna go anyway. That's what Hera does, obviously. Yeah. It's the rebel. It's it, yeah. It's it's I rebel. It's the right thing to do. It doesn't always mean though, and and just looking at Star Wars as a whole, it doesn't always mean that you re- react in a hastily way, right? Sometimes you do need to be, be composed and you need to uh, plan and show restraint, right? Think of Poe in the Last Jedi, right? Wasn't it an inherently bad thing with him going, yeah, let's blow up like this huge dreadnought, yeah, but. He did it, but they lost loads of stuff, and that's kind of the lesson layers showing. But I thought there was just a lot in that scene that it's like, yeah, no, Hera's just trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And you've got, like, Jason there with her. And I thought it was so sweet, so sweet, so believable, so family orientated. It worked really, really, really well really well and it, and i love the hair is like um just because you're well you're not a general yet so you can't disobey anyone yeah so buckle up <laughs> i've already told that. you buckle up <laughs> i love that it felt it felt right like a kid so i don't know how old the kid is now what mm. at least nine to all right uh, ten nine ten whatever saying and they'd be look me older than that but it'd be at least 12 or 13 i'd have thought when was when was rebels that was just before a new hope this is nine years he's about 10 um yeah he, he looks at his mum was like well, how come you don't have to do as you're told, but I do? I, mm. I thought, oh, that, that cuts deep. And she's like, listen, mate, yeah. Well, basically, when you're a grown-up, you can do what you want as well. Now, here, yeah, buckle up. Um, you, I, I, weren't you I telling me that. the other day, weren't you telling me the other day about, like, you, your, you and your daughter, like, with fizzy drinks or something? You were like, you were like, oh, you can't have a fizzy drink or something. Meanwhile, on the way home, you, like, cracked open a monster <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, Coca-Cola so. as usual. But you know, well, how come you can have that? Because I'm an adult. And even then, I'm, I shouldn't have it because it, it's not good for you. But sometimes you need that sugar boost. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I really like that New Republic. Let's not forget, though, the new, the, we know from last week and from the Mandoverse that, you know, the, the New Republic is still littered with ex-Imperials. I'm not saying yeah. that they, they were trying to stop her because they were like, oh, we've got to stop her so we can enact our plan. But there is that as well. There is also, you know, there could be, we saw last week with the Senate and um, Hamada Ziono, who's just basically shooting everyone down, being like, no, we ain't doing anything. Don't mm. care what you want. Is that yeah. because, and we know he didn't fight in the war. Is that because, you know, he's 
someone's whispering in his ear and saying, look, hold, you know, try and um, distract Mothma in the Senate whilst we get our bit done and you'll be rewarded greatly when the new era, new order rises and all that kind of stuff. There is that in the background as well, mate, which I think is uh, interesting to know. But I, I did enjoy that and seeing the ghost and the five X-Wings in formation jumping to hyperspace, mate. Well, well, I was just going to say um, uh, again with the X-wing guys, just quickly. The the yeah, um, Carson Teva, great to see him again. He loves you know it. the guy, and I, I really feel like he's the glue of the Mandoverse of anything post <laughs> Return really of the Jedi. It's like oh, this guy's popping up everywhere, man. Like, but I love, I love to see it, and it is just a reminder that these series are shared and they're all going in one direction and they're all leading to a climactic event right so that we've 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 labored um to death nearly but he he kind of reminds me of like nick fury you remember in like marvel like nick fury would just like turn up in stuff yeah. and like, he's oh. kind of like the nick fury hey of, yeah, of the, post he's the jedi yeah. star wars <laughs> and who would have thought yeah, but I love that. I love it. I love it. He's an he's a dude I'd love to get on the podcast. He seems like such a sweet guy, such a nice guy. Huge Star Wars um, fan, apparently as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a job! And just quickly, mate, the New Republic ships. Even when like the guys getting, even when Heron Chaser and the Ghost and they're like they're they're moving out of the ship, it's it just it looks so good. It looks so, so good. Thank you. Like it, it really, <laughs> it really does. It's it's just. It looks how it should. It looks how it should. Ships move like they are meant to move, and I know that that's such a little thing for us to say on like our chairs and go. Yeah, this is more like it, and I, I know why. I'm completely underestimating the amount of work and labour that goes into you know creating that, making it feel right, quote unquote right. So just st- straight up, thank you, ILM. Thank you, Lucasfilm. You guys have really, really knocked it out of the park with this series. It's just been pretty much flawless from a from a CG perspective and how the ships are, and yeah. No. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there there's you can tell there's a lot of love throughout this show from the mm. cast the crew obviously Filoni of course Favs uh, Kathy Kennedy Colin Wilson everybody involved at ILM as well they've really put their heart and soul into this to make it the show that they know the fans want and dare I say expect as well given mm. the um the hype and lore surrounding it but before we move on then, mate, to the, the real beef of this episode, the real meat of the episode, wanted to do a shout out to our sponsors. As mentioned in the intro role of the show, this episode is brought to you by Parsec Sabres in collaboration with, and we're big fans of those guys and the Sabres they sell. We think you will be too. We met them at Star Wars Celebration, so we have personal uh, knowledge of them, personal interactions. They they smell good as well, which is always a good sign for me. Can I trust you? Well, he smells good. It's good enough for me. But the guys <laughs> over at Par 6, they have a what? range of character-inspired sabers, including a pair based on Ahsoka's sabers. So if you watch this episode and think, I want to reenact some of these scenes, par6sabers.com, you can get Ahsoka Tano's dual sabers. Or if you want, you can get Ezra's, Leia's, Palpatine's, yes, even Starkiller that guy mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. a range of character inspired sabers and also have uh, some entry level sabers if you just want to play around in your back garden or beat one up for cosplay 
as well. But that said, the quality of the Sabres is very high and they do get the session seal of approval. As we've mentioned, we would not put our names to a product we wouldn't fully endorse or one that we wouldn't be proud to own ourselves. They've got a range of projects to suit all budgets from newbies after the first Sabre to cosplay kings and queens who just want to look the part at the next conventions. Comic-Con, MCM, LFCC, whatever it might be. You want to look good? ParsecSabers.com has you covered. I have got the uh, Cal Kestis Survivor variant. Very excited. Lukey Boy recently received The Sun based on Luke Skywalker's return of the Jedi lightsaber. We can't wait, basically, to bring you more content, visual content. We've both been having a little play with them. Can't wait to uh, push those a little bit further. I'm talking about how good these are, Lukey Boy. If somebody Mm. wants to go out and get one of these and have a little spicy sessions discount how can they do it where can they do it easy parsecsabers.com parsecsabers.com i was wondering the other day i was like do people know how that's spelled i'm like parsec how is it spelt because i know i know (laughs) i know this is i know this is like segue um, but no, I'm just, I, I say that with like, with, 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 uh, honest, like g- genuinely, like, cause I'd be like, oh, do, do people know that? Like, cause if you're a casual Star Wars fan, you listen, it's P-A-R-S-E-C, Parsec, Parsec. Okay. And Sabre is spelt or Sabres is spelt the American way, not the UK way, right? The British way. So it's Parsec and then Sabres, S-A-B-E-E-R-S. Yeah. You know, S A B E R S dot com, Sabres dot com. Something really cool that they do as well, Cyber Crystal, um, Saber Crystal. Sorry, mm. lads, I'm, I'm I'm ruining this advert, but you know, you listen to the sessions. Hopefully, you love it. Um, yeah, Saber Crystals, they do that as well. Really, really cool, cool addition yeah. to your collection. If you want to look like the coolest guy in the room at the next con or at the next family event. Yeah, maybe maybe you're having having your auntie and uncle or your nan round soon. You can get your lightsaber out for them. It would be fantastic. It would be the best. So parsecsabers.com and use code SESSIONS for 10% off character-inspired sabers. 10% off. When you're buying a lightsaber, that's a lot of money. Use mm-hmm. SESSIONS5 for all the other sabers to get 5% off. But that 10% discount code, mate, I mean, come on. Come that's on, it. that's that's like a no-brainer, isn't it? No-brainer. Yeah. Sessions for 10% off character-inspired sa- uh, sabers at parsecsabers.com. I'm all over that. Just Have you got a new arrival to the family? Get a Makaiba crystal. Welcome them to the world with one of those. Like Lucky Boy said, <laughs> parsecsabers.com for 10% off character-inspired sabers with the code sessions or sessions 5 for 5% off any other sabers. And remember, the guys at Parsec Sabers, they smell good. So check out their products, <laughs> and that they do, and that is parsecsabers.com, Star Wars Sessions collaboration. We love it. They love it. Now, mate, Ahsoka, it gets yeah. beefy from here on in, doesn't it? It gets a little bit crazy because it's like, it's just, it's time to duel. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! It's relentless dueling, and I'm I'm absolutely here for it. Um and it sets it sets everything up real, real nice. You've got Balin mm. talking about faith, you know, and he's like, I lost that long time ago. But yeah. you know, obviously if you if you dig into Balin's idea of faith, it's not, you know, about the force, is it? 
you know, like when Luke is talking to Han in A New Hope, he's like, oh, you don't believe in the Force, do you? You know, and Han's like, effectively like, no, I don't believe in faith. Nothing beats a blaster on your side. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need the spirituality or anything, or, or anything like that. Obviously, by The Force Awakens, by Episode 7, he changes his character development, character growth. Balin obviously believes in the Force or magic or even witchcraft in the Star Wars universe, which I'm still not a fan of those expressions being Mm -hmm. used in Star Wars, by the way. But that's by the by. Uh, I feel like his faith is in like a purpose beyond, you know, like, and I think his is gone. Like the idea of a greater purpose, like a greater good greater is actually gone. The irony being, is that later in the episode, he uses that exact expression. He uses like greater good. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, why, you know, he, the great good is for him, isn't it? It must be insular. It must be his great good and him and Shin's great good, not the greater good of other people. He has oh, yeah. lost faith in, in a bigger picture. He just has to look after himself in that way. Lo- you know spoilers but i mean it's been enough time but spoilers for jedi survivor you know it's reminded mm. me a little bit of jedi survivor that it's like he's just he, he really is a mercenary in the truth you know definition of mercenary he's like yeah no i don't i don't believe in anything i can't believe in anything he's lost faith in in, in a good purpose it's almost like it's like well what's the point much well seek out my own greed which yep. is very very dark side isn't it and yet very it's not He's not evil to the point of Sith yet, but it could still go down that route. You know, it to me it feels like Shin and and Balin are more like sheep's without a shepherd. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're definitely mm. not. Well, I certainly don't think Balin is dark side or even particularly willing to go down that route fully. I think. I think he likes to, he knows the balance. He knows what he can and can't do with either side without fully committing. We see that at the end. Um, whereas Shin, I think, is a little bit more of a, a wild card. She's a bit more of a loose cannon. And we also see towards the end that she is willing to use dark side actions in order to uh, defeat her enemy or gain an advantage. Um, yeah, I, I really think that's a very good analogy. I think it's true, and it makes me want to know more about where these guys come from. I don't mm. need a whole em- an episode per se to have a flashback where we see how they met, where they. Ca- but I'd love to get a little line here and there when I, f- like, you know, when I found you, Shin, this on this planet or whatever, or when I, when 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 your mother gave birth to you, whatever it might be, just something to be like, <laughs> God, you're right. Now we know. Now we know. We can kind of build our own assumptions from there before they inevitably fill them in. But um, yeah, I think I, th- I really like your analogy there, and I love once they finish doing their Batman and Robin running, they Ahsoka and Sabine find Shin. They run into Marek, yeah. and it's it, it so that they really let the moments settle for a bit. It isn't. They don't all just get their lightsabers out immediately and start firing and blasting. No, Shin. Oh, Shin disrobes like a boss and you know I rewound that I was like that's, yeah I can watch that again that's great but then she leaves it another 5-10 <laughs> seconds and says going somewhere it isn't they're not rushing they're not making they're not panicking with their with their t- uh, pacing here they're not like oh, we've, got, we've got to get we've got to make everyone excited and we've got, to, we've got to make them feel with this energy they're taking their time they're going somewhere and it's Sabine who shoots first she's had enough she's looking at Shin and thinking I remember what happened last time. And I said, I think in the last episode, I said, I reckon those two are, they're going to be the ones who are going at each other for the rest of the season. There's going to be a rivalry. And 
it, clearly in this one, the first thing Sabine thinks is, I want to blast your head off. And and they're off, you know, they run off in one section of the forest. And then Marek and Ahsoka duel. You've got this double blade versus a single. I thought it was very interesting that Ahsoka only um, ignited one of her uh, white blades to, to duel um, Marek. But their, their duel is... American Ahsoka's duel is, I don't want to say more, it is, well, it is more controlled. The choreography is fantastic, but it's more controlled. They're changed, you know, certainly Ahsoka, she's changing stances based on what Marek is doing. Mm-hmm. Sheen and Sabine, that is a lot more, for want of a better term, it's a more of the fighting is rough and ready. You know, they are firing, one's running, they're deflecting blasters. There is a lot more um, chaotic. Whereas Ahsoka, yes. is, she's more disciplined. Uh, disciplined, more calm in her ways. And as we see how that fight goes, it worked in her favour, but yeah, I, I love that, that, that the dichotomy of the two of them, both of their fighting styles. Sabine is the hot-headed Padawan who runs headfirst into danger, whereas Ahsoka is, like you say, more disciplined and more controlled in her ways. I really, really liked the the fight between Ahsoka and Marek. It felt very Twin Suns vibey, uh, we, obviously, clearly as well. However, I want to get your thoughts on this. That isn't an indication of my thoughts, that big sigh, but there's been a lot of uh, people online, as the internet does. The internet just can't let somebody be their own person. Marek was Ezra. Marek was that gimp star killer. Marek's been everybody but Marek. And this episode basically says, like like the meme that came out, your Marek theory sucks because he ain't any of those. What did you think then when um, Ahsoka carves him up of him dissolving into green gas and dying or, or green <laughs> magic from the night sisters well, for, yeah no um firstly i want to i want to just say like the jewel is excellent you love that. it's it really good isn't it excellent and it just it's just it's it's a masterclass from ahsoka yeah the the, the inquisitors like you know Oh, Marek is kind of like spinning his lights over because he knows that. Well, I'm I, I'm relying on more technology than mm. than my skill with a blade, and, and I'm just going to spin my lights over and move forward. Ahsoka's like, "Come on, really, really? Is this yeah. it? it comes yeah." Up. And then, bang, done. And it's like, yeah, it's so it's so classy, mm. so classy and and, and sophisticated and. Yeah, it's it's it speaks a lot about where Ahsoka is as 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 a lightsaber wielder, really. Um, and let's not forget, Ahsoka is like you know that's her thing. Yeah, Ahsoka is yeah. is 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 a better with a lightsaber than say like Luke, right? At this point 100%. in time, um, yeah, absolutely sensational. Marek turning into the green gas. Well, listen, I I think I think you're 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 on the money and I think a lot of people will be on the money with uh Marek being, you know, a night sister creation or 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 something like that. Reanimated, yep. And the, and the truth is, the truth is is that yeah, people always run away with this stuff. They always run away <laughs> with and I think the theories were again like really stupid and I reposted earlier on like in last week like I'd got an I think this went like viral. I loved it. And there was a, someone said, I guys, I think I know who Marek is. I think it's the cup from like last <laughs> week's episode. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this person gets it because people d- d- were, 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 were dropping all sorts of like ludicrous ideas. And it's like, no, guys, we already know his name. We know his name's Marek. Yeah. And we love speculation and theory. Don't get that. Don't we love anyone that. who's new it's, to the show. It's part of the fun. It's part That's of the what fun, we do yeah. on the show. We engage with that actively, but sometimes 
it gets a little bit of a stretch. I heard one last week where I almost put my head through the t- TV. Someone was like, I think Marek is Jason. He's gone back in time and he's somehow come back as Jason Sindula. I was like, well, that that green haired elf who's in the front seat of the, it's not. I was like, and the guy was like, so, so sure about it. And I was like, you know what? I, I've, I think I'd give up with the internet for the day. The guy, he's just a mercenary. He's, that's what we're told anyway, called right. Marek. And right. would, would it be cool if he's someone we know? Yeah. Or Barris? Cause I said he might be Barris. Uh, that was actually like rooted that. in some kind of logic, not he's Jason Sindula, but some of them did get a bit daft, didn't they? And that's just lo- me saying it how, how I think it is. No, no, no. Spawn mate. Spawn. We love, we love a bit of speculation. Yeah, it is. It is part of the fun, especially when leading into a series or at the start of the series. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely part of the fun. But um, I, 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 yeah, I'm not as bothered about this as I thought I would be. You know, if, if I were to t- be told last week on paper, oh, yeah, Marek's going to get killed and it's just going to like disintegrate into to a green gra- a green gas, and <laughs> it's like, oh, right, okay, bit weird. Right. But in the context of the episode and in the in 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 the moment, it feels. And I, I said I'd bring it up again this episode. It does feel a little bit Middle Earthy, you know, when you almost like when you kill a Nazgul, right? It's it's um or a a, a ring wraith, you know, one of those guys. Yeah, it, the it, riders, it, yeah. it, it, it it felt a bit like that almost, and. Mm. Yeah, if, if 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 that plays into um, the Night Sister, then win win, right? Yeah, win win, hundred percent does. I, I yeah, I like it. If that's the case, I like it. I think I think I'm here for. It. I'm looking forward to maybe a bit more explanation on it, and I and, and I think there does need to be a bit a bit more, maybe a line or two. <laughs> it does, right? But. Yeah, let's 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 watch this space. Let's absolutely watch this space. I loved the duel. I absolutely loved the duel. And you're bang on the money with the the the, the difference between you know Ahsoka's just masterclass versus Shin and Sabine's more amateur, more amateur fight that is still equally as entertaining. Oh god, oh yeah, but Raw, very entertaining. Yeah, visceral oh, fighting. Uh, Shin, she just force pushes Sabine at one point, and then then they actually has to get the saber out, and we get that great long shot of the both of them sabers out ready. We know what happened last time, and oh, you, you can mm-hmm. see there's a resolve in Sabine at the beginning of the episode. She says, "I know what I've got to do. I won't let you down." Up until this point, she isn't. Um, when Marek becomes gas, which is hilarious to say. And again, I do think that is, we've seen it in, I think Clone Wars, certainly in Fallen Order, we saw Merrin, Merrin kind of do that to reanimate her sisters and they weren't turned into gas. I think it's a Night Sister thing, as long as I don't do it too much. And I've got no issue with the Night Sisters or the, the use of magic and whatever, but um, I, in like Return of the King, for example, with the Tolkien thing, during the Battle of Pelennor Fields, I think it was when, you know, the Aragorn brings the army of the dead you know, it's just, I just too, don't want too much of that. Um, I, I can, I can suspend disbelief to one, to a certain amount, but keep certain things. Like I say, they need to explain it. They need to explain it. Um, Mar- Marrick only turned up when, what's her name? Morgan got out of prison. Though. We didn't see him before that. So maybe she conjured him up that there, but anyway, uh, he's dissolved into gas and Sabine, Sabine is the one who says to Ahsoka, get the map. I've got this. I've, I've got Shin because Shin sees Marrick, then you can see in her eyes the first time we really see in her eyes in this series like oh no 
know, this is, mm. you know, that, 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 that ain't good. This, this whole plan that we're concocting to get to the other side of the galaxy or this new galaxy far, far away is in danger here. Um, yeah. Sabine's the one who steps up. I've got this. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to fight Shin. I'm going to beat her. And I love how Shin looks at her and just says, you're going to regret that decision. Oh, you're going to regret that. Um, and then, yeah, they carry on. Ahsoka goes to the hinge. And like you, I like the fact that they called it a hinge because mm-hmm. he's in it. It's just like a, it's like a galactic stone hinge. And Morgan goes to the ship. So that's why she's not there when the the next duel happens. But little things like that. I know this is going to sound really weird and almost nonsensical to so many people, but I do like it when in a show you get something like that where Morgan's like, I'm going to go to the ship to prepare for takeoff because mm. we know from the trailers ahsoka and balen have to fight so that's why she's not there it's little things like that i'm like oh i like that i just otherwise we're like oh, why didn't you know what happened to morgan why didn't she use her magic and cast it's spells context. and all that it is, yeah. it's just context it's little line and sometimes and i say that because i watch so many films not series because you know me but i watch so many films where they <laughs> don't do that and you kind of left scratching your head like where do they go or how do they get there because the all they needed yeah. was a little line here and there but yeah i, I really like those concurrent jewels leading up to um the big jewel we've still got shin versus sabine going on in the background but did we get to the big jewel big time big mate. one yeah. big time and ahsoka's uh, uh, like um get the map oh no no sabine's like get yeah, the sabine's map it, i've got it. i've 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 got this and um ahsoka ahsoka's just like i think she just like nods and just runs off Teamwork. And it, 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 it's this trust, this dynamic between them. There is an understanding, but sadly, that does split them apart, doesn't it? Because it's it can't be helped. It cannot yeah. be helped. In that instance, Shin and Balin have kind of strategically won, haven't they? That's it. Like the, the battle is over because they've been split up. Yep, struggled and together. But you can understand, you can understand why. It's not like they were just split up because of a trap door or something, you know, which, which <laughs> yeah, yeah or, or a bear trap or something they just walk into. It, it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Yes. It makes a lot of sense. But I just, I liked that, that that trust is there. That kind of dynamic is absolutely there. And you got the beef, you know, Shin's like, you will regret this decision. I loved it. <laughs> I love her. I, I love it too, mate. I love it too. And then, and then it turns over to like, we're, we're back, uh, we're, Balin and Balin's like Anakin spoke highly of you, Ahsoka, because Ahsoka's you know jogged to the henge, and that's it. We get the name drop, and it's not like it's not like you know he doesn't take off his hood and look at the camera and go, Anakin yeah. spoke highly of yeah. you. We don't get Wink. Anakin's theme and all that playing. It's yeah. low key. It's low key, yeah, because then he just like cracks on, you know. He's like, and it, he's like, he's like everyone knew Anakin Skywalker. Few saw what he became. Surely. That would leave a mark. Mm. Is that why you walked away? Is that why you abandoned him? He's goading her. And, and Ahsoka's straight up just like, I'm not here to discuss my past, mate. Yeah, not here, not, not here for that. But but he he's right. He's right. Yeah. He's trying yeah. to make her angry, isn't he? He's trying to kind yeah. of draw her out. But, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. But but it's it's just sensational. Ray Stevenson, mate, come on. He's so good in this, isn't he? He's, a big He's boy. so good in this. Like it's, so I'm yeah. Good. So I'm I'm so happy with the casting. I really can't get over how good the casting is in this show. They really did nail it with Shin with Balin, and and uh, last week I had a little moan about with with Elizabeth. Is it Elizabeth Winstead? Mary Elizabeth Obi- Winstead, yeah. 
she she was brilliant in this episode. She was brilliant. So you know, yeah, that's it, mate. It come you, you can get you can write the best or worst dialogue in the world, but if you haven't got the right person to deliver it, then or if you've got the wrong person to deliver the best dialogue, then it all falls apart. So I think they did really well. And and again, uh, Ray, uh, this is I don't know if this is his last filmed. I know he was filming a film when he sadly passed. He was in production. Uh, right. I don't know if this is his final completed um, body of work, but he's certainly leaving an impression so far. And it's it's that presence. He's, it's his physicality as well. He's a big dude. He's a big guy. And Rosario is not exactly, you know, she's not exactly like me, like five foot six and nothing. You know, Rosario's got some high on as well, but Balan dwarfs her. And, yeah. um, and he says, look, I'm, I'm only here to secure the future. I'm here yeah. to secure something far greater and something that's very necessary and i think we may find out later on what he's after um mm. but yeah she says look if starting a war is necessary I don't know about that and he's like listen i'm not going to be what i'm not going to start i'm not starting a war thrawn will do though we get another mm. name drop of the grand admiral they are pushing him they are teasing him they're dropping this guy's name you know when they drop his name it's few and far between but it's it adds weight there's a gravitas to his name and he says one must destroy in order to create which is an unfortunate but necessary evil he's getting he's getting the big lines he's getting those uh, if we can call them like those shakespearean monologues these aren't monologues but he's getting those kind of weightier moments where you know why one must destroy in order to create it's just his his voice really sells that and again the physicality we know that the two fight from the duel uh, from the trailer, sorry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the jewel in the trailer. But uh, what I was interested in, though, is how it would look, quite frankly. Rosario Dawson is very nimble, very good um, with uh, was a Saber, Saber Master. She's very good. She's been training for a long time. We haven't we haven't really seen Balin or Ray really mm-hmm. kind of go ham. We saw him at the beginning on episode one, part one, sorry. But he was very kind of controlled, almost like he was just in a training session he's like yeah deflect deflect get out of the way i've got bigger fish to fry and yeah. when and interestingly ahsoka is the one who actually unsh- who actually unclips her saber first and he's like oh, how inevitable he doesn't want to fight her he doesn't want to fight he wants to uh, bypass that or avoid as much as possible but it's ahsoka is the one now who's actually leading the the attack and i thought that was also an interesting little point mate Great, great point. Great point. Well, I, to 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 add to that, mm. I, I agree that yeah, I picked up on. That. I don't think he really wants to to fight anyway. And he's a very defensive fighter. Like anyway, deflects a lot of blasts from Sabine later on in the episode, which mm-hmm. just looks absolutely outstanding. Um, and his fighting style is outstanding and yeah. entertaining. It's yeah. it's it's, it's every, everything. I wondered right. if he'd be a bit heavy footed because he's a bigger guy. But no, he's got the kind of got like Claymore style, big sort of big swings, and but he's also got a. It's not lump cl- uh, clunky or lumbersome. It's you know there's there's a, there, there is a bit of pace to him. He's, he's not slow and um, anything like that. I, I I was happily surprised by that. Well, he's quite um, with his with his communication with Ahsoka. He's quite yeah, like sl- like. <laughs> He's, it's almost like he's trying to seduce her to the dark side. Like we've, mm-hmm. all, we've already tried to say, he's trying to get, get, get a reaction out of her. And he would much rather do that than, than fight, even though he can fight. But that's what happens later with Sabine, right? The exa- the exa- he tries it again, and it works. He's like oh. the serpent to, to, to Eve, right? 100%. It, 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 it just, it's, it's 
it works so well. But when he needs to, oh, it, it just it, it's 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 banging. The, the 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 lightsaber duel between them is brilliant, and it starts out so atmospheric. Again, they take their time. Mm-hmm. There is just a few. There's like a solid minute or so. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's less. But it it feels perfect. It feels absolutely perfect. It's so atmospheric. They're sussing each other out. They're testing each other. They're mm-hmm. seeing who's going to strike first. Who's going to do what? What stance are they doing? Oh, I and, love and they just Justin. They're just staring at each other, mate. They're just staring and. Rosario Dawson and Ray Stevenson are just like they, they're bouncing off you, off of each other so well, so well in this scene. Oh, mate! Oh, absolutely <laughs> brilliant! He's, and this is that This is and there's more to come as well. But they got the star map, of course, around them, the different galaxies. So that acts as your backdrop. Oh, that was a really cool backdrop. Yeah, and Ahsoka makes the first swing, which is almost uncharacteristic of her. But she takes the fight to. Balan, which shows maybe is she starting to lose her way a little bit here? You know, she's mm. whereas it is Balan in a way kind of getting getting in her head a little bit here, which causes yeah. her to get the saber out a little bit, like Ray in the Rise of Skywalker, where Kylo's saying, "Look, I know who your parents are," and she's like, "I don't want this. Stop." And then she turns mm-hmm. around and goes with him, and they go from there. But yeah, I love how they're adjusting their stances. They have they have a little swipe, and they're like, "No, that's not going to work." Let's try this lightsaber form. Let's try this one. Feeling each other out a little bit, and I really like that. And but he he's much more powerful in his swing. Like I say, he's he almost swings like a baseball bat at some points, but it doesn't feel it's not clumsy. It's refined. He's like a what I call one of those Arthurian um, knights who's the Mac Daddies with a sword, basically. Yeah, um, it's like it's a long sword. It's yeah, you know, that's it. Like a long like sword, a heavy. Yeah. Or even in uh, Je- again Jedi Survivor, you know, you use the yeah, right, and it's like that stance. I, I forget what it's called. Exactly. Is, it, is, is it called long saber or something? Or, yeah, uh, they the call it the fiber. something like that. I can't remember what it's called. It's the Kylo Ren esque saber. It's one they mean. Yeah. But um, yeah. I immediately thought that a couple of times when he kind of had to sort of like swing up with it. I was like, oh, "That's Survivor, man! Uh, damn, what a good game that was!" Um, yeah, he mm-hmm. also likes mm-hmm. Survivor and other things. And Kenobi, he throws a rock at her. I like that, but. The whole point yep. is Ahsoka is trying to get the map and he is trying to get in between her and the map. I like I like that it added a little bit more to just two people fighting each other. There was a reason for it. She's trying to get the map because Morgan is up there. We know there's a ticking there's a countdown of those hyperdrives powering up. So they 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 it's time sensitive. Aside from that, just just a couple of hundred feet away in the woods, Shin and Sabine are still fighting and Sabine's getting knackered. She's tired. She, you know, Shin is the superior fighter. We knew that. Um, and Sabine is thrown down in this mm. fight. She's literally thrown to the floor. And we see the scene from the trailer where she puts her hand up, where I think a few people thought that's when she's going to use the force and push Shin. And actually, do you know what? I thought she did because Shin kind of flinches. And I thought, oh, no, did she use the force to move her? No, thankfully she didn't. Shin says, you've got no, you have no power. And she said, yeah, watch this. Bang, risk rocket. Brilliant. Straight at Shin's face. Uh, and then she blasts her lightsaber away. I really like that. She blasts the saber out of her hand. And now they are just, they're, they're as equal as they're going to be, essentially. Yes, one is force sensitive, but you know, Sabine doesn't need the force to beat Shin. She just needs to use her Mandalorian trailing and her, and her smarts. And I think that was, that, that was a cool um, near end to that fight as well. 
Mate, I'm loving this. I, I, again, I'm yeah. looking at my notes as we're talking. I, I'm loving what we haven't even got to the end, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I know, I know. This is this is the fun. It's like dissecting everything, going over it again. It's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And earlier on in that fight between Shin and Sabine, um, Sabine's helmet is 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 on the floor. There's a clear shot of Sabine's helmet yeah. just on the floor to the side. And you know, is that maybe a metaphor for where she is with with her Mandalorian side? Mm-hmm. But no, the episode reminds you, no, no, no. She's she's still very much a Mandalorian. She still very much ha- has to rely on that. But what we're seeing maybe is like you know uh, a, a, a more personalized. Um, version of Sabine, maybe a more vulnerable side mm-hmm. of Sabine. Yep. Yeah, and and you see that later on in the episode. She's very vulnerable, and she she's she becomes very honest and transparent with Balin, someone she doesn't really know. And Balin exploits that; he takes advantage of that. So, and again, that's that serpent thing with 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 Eve, and it, it and it works. It works that time. Um, and again, Ray Stevenson is just, we need to commend him. He is so, so good in this episode. So good in this episode. Outstanding. A lot of this, by the way, could have been very cheesy. A lot of this. I know, I've, and I've yeah. said it a few times. I've said it a few times about this show. There are things that on paper, you might look at it and go, hmm, that might not work. It does. It absolutely does work. Do you know why? Because it is well executed. Thank you. Thank you, Peter Ramsey. Peter Ramsey? Peter mm-hmm. Ramsey, right? Yeah, Peter Ramsey and Dave Floney, all the team that worked on this is very, 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 very good. Um, Balin is chatting with Ahsoka again. He's like, your, yours and your master's legacy is death and destruction. Big talk. Yeah, so, well, he's almost like, when you think, I know this word was used a lot in, in, in Mandalorian, but he's almost... When it comes to the Jedi Order, he's almost an apostate, isn't he? He's almost mm-hmm. like so anti the Jedi and so anti what happened. Clearly, there is some beef there. Clearly, there is hurt. He is hurting and he's trying to fix that hurt. But the question is how? And we're still not really sure on what that entails and what that looks like, which I love. I love that. Right. When Ahsoka says to him as well, look, like, you know, when he says Anakin spoke highly of you, she's like, oh, he didn't, funny, he didn't talk about you at all. Kind of, it's almost like kind mm. of playground point scoring, um, which then leads to her losing her rack a little bit. But um, mm. I love that line about death and destruction. And, and it sends her over the edge a little bit. She she does like a, a flying drop kick, uh, knocks him away and grabs the map. And they, they, they very clearly show it burning her hand. Like it sizzles in her hand and it's pretty much takes that hand out of action. She's, she's yeah. literally going to fight one-handed. Shin, Shin's popping off like Batman, chopping smoke grenades and running. And we also find out from Morgan and her joy that the final calculation is is complete. Uh, sorry, is incomplete now, sorry, because of the map. They've taken the map out. They can't go. The Eye of Scion cannot travel to the path of Peridia, all these words here, because mm. of that. So we're like, oh, yes, they've saved the day. Woohoo! Um and then but nah, that big boy Balin, he comes back. He's like, that was that was unwise, and just mm. starts like battering or hammering away. She's like I say, she's got one hand. She's still, you know, defensive, but he's fighting her back, and we can see him pushing her towards the edge of the cliff. And the interest, this is the interesting part now, mate, for me as well. We said that she's tapping into something. Shin, Shin Baddy returns. She's there. And Ahsoka does one look at her and, and immediately thinks, oh no, thinks the worst. Mm. This must mean Sabine is dead. 
And she taps into something because she lifts up Shin and she slams her into a rock, like almost like neck head first. She absolutely throws her, which is for me very uncharacteristic of the Ahsoka we know about. And I'm one of those people who's going to say, it's not my Ahsoka. Not at all. It just shows that there's layers to this character. She isn't just, just a one human, character. isn't it? It's just exactly human. It. You don't, I don't want yeah. one note. Yeah, she's been very stoic, but I don't want a one note boring character. I like that, mate. I like I like that they went there before Balin basically gets right to the edge of the cliff with his big old claymore swings. And again, like you said, like I've said, he says it didn't need to come to this. Mm. Essentially, it's almost like Gaslight's like you did this. You're you're the one who made me do this. And maybe he's true. I need to rewatch the episode. Maybe he's not, but I don't think he is. But um, I love that he isn't just out and out. I'm the bad guy and I'm going to knock you off the cliff because I'm so villainous. He's like, listen, Mm. I don't really want to do this. Even when Morgan's doing her witchcraft, he kind of even looks up and he's like, witchcraft. Like he's kind of like, he doesn't even agree or like that as well. Mm. He's a interesting character, doesn't he mate? But yeah, he he has the cliff right where he wants her. Yeah, no, no, you, a great point as well, especially about his like almost judgmental tones, like mm. the undertones are like, oh, you flipping egg, <laughs> these people. <laughs> I don't think Balin likes anyone other than Shin. I don't, <laughs> he just doesn't like anyone, doesn't Miserable. like anything. But but we are given reason for that, I think. And a lot of it is from a place of, of hurt, like what I said earlier. And and I think a lot of that stems from the, the probably Order 66 and the, uh, indeed the, the, the prequel era, the Jedi in the prequel era, and maybe seeing the, you know, the results of Anakin turning into someone like Darth Vader. Uh, oh, mate, absolutely sensational. Absolutely sensational. With the map burning in Ahsoka's hand, I wonder, you know, if it affects something like her head or it maybe even her spirituality, the force, the midichlorians, who knows, which is maybe why it, it might even explain the ending of the episode. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. 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 Who knows? I'll absorb knows? that. I'll absorb that information for the time being. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's crack on, mate. I just put mm. again. I've, I've I've written a few things mm. here, but like, uh, B- Balin just beats Ahsoka, beats her off the cliff, done. And you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's yeah. all right. Matt, Wasn't expecting Matt's that got power. And and remember, with this ju- duel with Marok, they really showed that she knows what she's doing. She can take this fall down, but they're to yeah. kind of say, look how powerful she is. And then this, by extension, also makes us think: okay, Balin, he's got he's got the moves like Jagger. He, he, he you know, if he can. Yes, she's only got one hand, but you know, he he whips a soaker off that cliff, and we're like, okay, this means business. Shin has shown for me that she's a you know she's a force, and as has Balin now, and all the time, Sabine destroy the map. It's like destroy the one ring, like throw it into the fire, and yeah. Soka shout, do it, do it, and. She doesn't get to see what happens next because yeah, she's thrown into the oceans below. Um, Sabino, Sabine right. starts firing, like you said, he's deflecting the blasters. Looks very, very good. And then the silver tongue comes out. Essentially, the, the seductiveness. The snake says, "You should, you should destroy it, uh, like your master said." But you're not like her. I know that. And mm-hmm. he did. He drops it. Ezra Bridger was still. Well, you think he's the one family that you had left? And this bit actually surprised me. The, the the law drop, he says, your family died on Mandalore because your master didn't trust you. 
So we saw Clan Wren in Rebels, uh, Ursa Wren and her brother and all that, dead, gone. Something to do with Ahsoka holding her back, apparently, led to her own family dying. Maybe that's what pulled them apart as well. Maybe they were there. How, when that happened, I don't know. But um, And he tells, he tells, Balin tells Sabine, we share a common goal to make this journey. You can reunite with Ezra and I can serve a greater good. Greater good. Mm. It, like good. you said, mate, it's that seductiveness. He's he's kind of saying, look, you know, I, I won't harm you. If, you. if you do this willingly, I give you my word. You will not be harmed. Do it for Ezra. You know, the four words that you say that to her, you know, she said up top, you know, Ezra, we got to save him. We can't leave him stranded. Ahsoka says not long after, I, we, I know your personal feelings for Ezra, how much he means to you. Balin, he has one little look where he closes his eyes. He can sense what she's thinking and he goes for the jugular. And he says, basically, whatever you've got to do, do it for Ezra. And I thought that was so, so well done because we don't know as well what she's going to do. We don't know if she's suddenly going to whip out a blaster and start firing or if she's going to hand it over. They they frame that very well, I thought. Spot on, mate. Spot on. And I think the the manipulation of Sabine from Balin... It almost reminds me of uh, Palpatine with Anakin in Ooh. in in the prequels. Oh. Oh. You know, he's saying things like "No harm will come to you. You will be reunited with your friend. It's for a greater good." You know, this is all stuff similar stuff to uh, that that Palpatine said to Anakin in regards to to Padme, right, or to his children. Now, he knew all of this, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, don't worry. This is for your benefit." This is a, yeah, don't worry about all that. This is, this is a good thing for both of us. And he even says to do it for Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> do it. I, was, I was like, that's not an accident. That's not an accident. Oh, no, because there's even a gap between the do it and the Ezra. It's like Close clearly, enough. clearly that is a nod to Palpatine or even Vader in some ways, right? With, with, with Luke. Uh, in the original trilogy. Um, and Sabine succumbs and, 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 and immediately, immediately, Ba- a bad thing happens to her. It's poetic, mate. Something she she does something that she doesn't quite realise is bad, and she gets force choked by Shin. But what's interesting is she, is is Balin's like Shin, release her. Yeah, you know, I gave her my word, and unlike mm-hmm. her former master, I shall keep mine. Former master, former yep. master. Yep. <laughs> who's her new master? He's got a coat. Who's who's her new master? He, he he's well he, yeah well he's probably thinking he's probably thinking well it's me slash ahsoka's dead like, yeah. like mix of mix of the two mix of the two but yeah i i think there's a bit of that there which is classic star wars it, and i love it it's it, all of these themes this episode thematically is stuff that we have maybe seen before but just a new spin and that's when the whole oh you know it's like poetry it rhymes that's it rhymes. when it works because because it's it's not just carbon copy it's not copy and paste right and i'm not saying other stuff is but this it's just done so well so 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 well um terror. we don't often see the good guy sorry we don't often see no. the good guy actually you know willingly kind of give in and like do what and, and, and like i say succumb to what the bad guy wants and we've seen it many times before where will they won't they luke ray and everybody else but here sabine like you say he, she's well, it's she's in she's in a place now where it does work on her, and she's going to have to reap the consequences now. But yeah, sorry, mm. Hera, mate, Hera, 
mate, yeah, no, you're the great point as well. Great point as well that the good persons, the good, the goodies, just willingly kind of going along with what's been set up as kind of a bad guy, kind of, and kind of the baddies, but not, you know, not. It's not as clear cut as that it's just it's really really not yeah um yeah the hera hera and the x-wings are what arrive again look fantastic um and there is some the eye of scion i think it makes like the jumps the jump type space they get the map data and they're like right brilliant off we're, we're, we're all good i mean there's a rodian x-wing pilot rodian you want me rodian. to uh, cut catch your bonds you want me to catch <laughs> your bonds i love it sensational just like that the use of alien is mm, mm, delicious <laughs> nice little nod there to luke bligh i loved seeing the ring the eye of the, the one ring the eye of sun emerging from the clouds big kind of hero mm. shot of it coming out of the clouds i'm like that's fit and balen's also destroyed the map he's destroyed the map with his lightsaber and he's like nobody's following us ah wink wink nobody's gonna get us but yeah i, I love that and we hear the classic lock s foils and attack position um mm. but Morgan doesn't care. She's she's like, look, these the Re- New Republic craft are blocking the path. He's like, so jump to hyperspace, do it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I love that that the, the, the ring just goes straight through them. And what I think there's, uh, I think th- there's one X, two X wings remain. I think actually Brendan Wayne survives alongside Carson Tever. Uh, I think and so. The other ones get blasted. I liked that. Again, it shows that the bad guys that that the, this is how far they're willing to go, and that the New Republic are pretty useless as well mm. they turn up and mm. immediately just get blasted away but um yeah i i i thought that was a cool visual uh little nod to the uh holdo maneuver like a little tiny wink and a nod almost i thought but in Ooh, that they almost use a ship against other ships but yeah i liked that i thought it looked really cool mate i adore by the way the the way balen destroys the map you know, just like ignites the lightsaber, but he has to leave it there because the map is is obviously made from a very strong, durable material. It reminded me of like the blast doors at the beginning of Phantom Menace when Qui Gon is just like he just he just leaves the lightsaber there and it just melts. It's, it's similar to that, and he's like, "Yeah, no one's going to be following us now, mate." And also, when the um, when the Scion does the 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 the, the jump. Um and and the ships, I think the X wings are like crashing down and stuff. Yeah, there is an immense bit of sound design that I think is like ripped straight from like a, the pod race scene in Phantom Menace Ooh, as well. Okay. I'm like, the sound design in this episode is exceptional. Whether it's like the lightsabers, and by the way, the lightsabers looked really good. I want to just yes. say that the lightsabers yes. didn't look like they're just throwing like on Six. set sticks that glow right it, it they looked and 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 moved and sounded exactly like lightsabers the design was fantastic fantastic um little baby elf head what's his name jason jason was like mom i i i got a bad feeling i got a bad feeling <laughs> what gave you that the x-wings crashing about yeah you. i know <laughs> yeah People dying oh this don't think seem good don't think that's a bad feeling, mate. I think you've just seen murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Jason. He's like his dad, yeah. he? a bit daft. Yeah. But they had to shove that in, didn't they? Which which I liked, which I didn't mind at all. Got it's it a in take somewhere. on. Yeah, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. Um and and Huyang as well is like left on his own. But I did that. That's something that only like kind of sunk in on second viewing. I'm yeah. like, Huyang's trying to send out communication, like no one's replying to him. It's like, oh it? right, okay, that's Again, that's interesting. I wonder how the, the the how the crew are gonna 
catch up to this? Like, what what is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. By the way, other than one or two Thrawn shots, we've. I'm pretty sure we have seen everything from the trailers now. I think we have now, mate. I was thinking this exact same thing pre-show. I was like, I think other than Thrawny boy, that is it now. I, I, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I think now we have seen absolutely everything and that excites me like i said up top i think going forward now based on what we're now going to talk about i think this show's going to go a little bit weird people want weird in star wars i think we're going to get it mate balen man yeeted ahsoka so far she punched a t- punch a time <laughs> he's got so much beef behind him she sent her packing through time and space but um ahsoka <laughs> wakes up they kind of make it look like she's woken up on the shore and you've got this undulating sort of uh, surface beneath her and immediately i thought oh no is this the world between worlds it is the world between worlds we are taken uh, well listen it very much looks like it it is the world between worlds um and i did think oh no because i said in all of the pre-shows that they ain't gonna do the world between worlds they've destroyed it on lothal they made a big thing of it they're not going there please don't but they're there they're there now and ahsoka wakes up who wait what 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 two words does she hear when she when she stands up? What two words does she hear? Hello, Snips. Oh, Hello, hey Snips. snips. Oh, and it's yeah. Hayden, Daddy, Christensen. I, you know, Matt Lanter, mad respect. Hayden's the, Hayden's Anakin, and you hear him saying, "Hey, Snips." That's very very cool. I didn't expect to see you so soon. And she turns around. The stoicism's gone. Anakin. Hayden is there. In his revenge, revenge of the Sith garb, de-aged, de-aged, and ha- de-aged, and they mm. and they share that look. First time those two have ever been on screen together in live action, mate. You, you you heard Hayden, you heard Anakin, you saw Anakin. He called us snips. You see the de-age and you see them looking at each other. What are you doing? What are you doing? Sitting in your living room, da- up there in uh, Lee. How are you feeling? I I I was just blown away. I was so happy. I was so happy, and do you know what? The world between worlds. I th- in 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 my head canon right now, in in the context of that that map was burned onto her, and she wasn't quite the same since. That's it's got to be connected. There has to be a connection. It's not just mm. random. It isn't just because Balin hit her so hard she died and went to. <laughs> you know, I I I don't I don't quite buy into it, it has there has to be a connection mm-hmm. maybe she did die though maybe again and, and maybe the galaxy isn't ready for her to die oh and again see, that, this is like worries this, me this is like gandalf though isn't it like yeah, gandalf wasn't ready to die like gandalf w- it works was for gandalf it works for lord of the rings i know feloni loves tolkien but don't bring it into another story come up with someone else ahsoka's died on mortis she died, She was supposed to die in Rebels because did she? Why did it, she? Did she actually die in Mortis? She did. Yeah, she was resurrected, and that's why oh, she that's, has the owl. That's, that's it. Oh yeah, that's right. That's Vader right. Yeah, was yeah. supposed to kill her in Rebels. But that's the whole thing. Is that Ezra pulled her out? Don't do it again. Not for the third time. I can't handle I, it. I, I don't know I if that's th- what they meant to say because when he says I didn't expect you to see you so soon, it reminded me of those scenes of like where somebody's in purgatory between reality mm. in heaven or wherever or, mm. or, or the next life the afterlife sorry mm. i was like is that where she is like surely I was like, maybe 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 not they will have to explain the world between worlds or something in the next episode they will have to explain because people will be like where is this and why is he there but Correct. I, I hope they don't say I, I, for me i'm like please don't say that she's died again and feloni's like nope gotta keep her alive again because it will get 
a little bit ropey for me if that's the case. I got to be honest. I, I uh, no, 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 I understand. I totally understand. I think there is still a way to. Eat. I, I actually don't think she's died. I think she's probably in water and she's unconscious or something. Yes, like, like how, like how Spiritual when awakening. Right, right, and, and that in itself could be like, oh, she's in water. Yeah, there's there's like a baptism maybe, and she's yep. recommitted to the idea of the Jedi Order. Could be, and, yeah. Like this could be the first time she sees Anakin since forever, right? This this could this could be it, right? Am I is it am Anakin I wrong? This is be is it it is it, is, it, it is it Anakin because it could be because Vader's theme played. <laughs> Is someone is someone is someone playing with her mind? Is someone manipulating her? Is 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 Balin in her mind or so, something? There is a lot of intrigue, and yes, they have to explain a few more things, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad way. The, no? the way this episode in this season so far has explained itself, you have to give it the benefit of the doubt of hundred percent. Like, well, well, let's see, let's see, and is that frustrating sometimes? Yeah, of course, but that's also fun that's yeah. that's the point of watching a series week in week out a week of speculation mate dude i'm so excited i am so excited to see what happens and where this goes and you know what it means for ahsoka what 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 like where sabine going and it's superb mate it's absolutely superb. And the Anakin thing was just the cherry on top. It was a cherry on top of what was an absolutely outstanding episode anyway, just on its own. Just on its own, it was. It was. And, dude, very, very, very happy. Loved it. Loved happy it. Boy. Thought yeah. the agent looked a little bit odd, but um, I'll say that now. But it could just be, maybe they could be like, oh, it's all in her mind. That's why, but... I thought the agent. I got again. It's if we're going to nitpick, I thought the agent was a little bit. But I'm glad that they did it rather than just have like 45 year old Hayden trying to play 20 year old Hayden, 25 year old Hayden again. I don't yep. think that was the best use of Hayden. But I love that scene nonetheless. But I did get goosebumps, though, mate. I honestly did. Like seeing Hayden, hearing him again. I generally, I was like, oh, they've nailed that. Whatever I yep. think about the use of the world between worlds and how I think that's now gonna get Ahsoka to where she needs to be. I'm like, I just think. I don't want it to just be kind of lazy storytelling where it's like, oh, well, she just traveled through time. Like, no, it just, it just feels like a bit of a cop-out. They haven't mm. said that yet. They haven't said that's going to happen. That's me kind of, if I'm going to po- spo- uh, speculate positively, I'm always going to po- speculate on the other side and think, well, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope the world mm-hmm. between worlds isn't used like that. I hope she actually just uses the Pergo or something instead, somehow. Um We'll see. But like you said, they're going to explain it. This is part four of an eight part series. They've explained it so far. Next next week's going to go weird. Dave Filoni is directing next week's episode. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, and let's not forget, mate, while she's down there in this world between worlds, she has no idea that Sabine gave up the map willingly. So they're going to have to broach that as well. I love, love, love that. Can I count on you, Sabine? Yeah, of course you can. Exactly. End of the episode. Ooh, I don't know my my personal feelings got in the way love it mate oh, great saber fights great choreography great performances great look great music i want to shout out kevin kind again um big reveals very much enjoyed i'm glad they're building up to thrawn and ezra if he's still alive there's a real mystery there mate i do think they need to establish where all of this takes place in terms of the mando verse so where does this where, what episode is this concurrent with book of boba fett or mando or something starwars.com just give us a graphic and tell us where what the chronology is and we'll all be happy but um yeah very happy with this episode mate ended on a big note 
big cliffhanger for some people. I think some people will love it. Some will hate it. Some will be confused. But I think we're all going to be back next week, though, to find out what's going on. Exactly. I think the internet's going to freak out about this. I think this will be a really well-accepted episode. People are going to go crazy, even if it's just for Hayden, which I think part of me is like, oh, that's a shame because like, the actual episode itself is amazing. I agree. It's brilliant. But hopefully people acknowledge that as well and they see that as well. Right, I th- I think this was again another step in 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 the right direction for Ahsoka the series, mate. I'm I'm finding that Ahsoka seems to be brilliantly confident and brilliantly consistent. It's consistent. It's not jaggedy. It's not. It's it, it's a very strong start to a series, mate. Very strong start to a series. Um, brilliant. <laughs> It's brilliant. I'm. I'm. I, I. I. can't. I can't compliment it more, mate. I'll be honest. Superb. Well, if you can't compliment, mate, we're at the end of the episode now. One thing you can do is you can rate it. Luke rates yeah. out of Ponda Babbers. I rate out of Palpatine Ahsoka's. Uh, Lukey Boy has been pretty consistent so far. All three episodes, eight out of ten. Obviously, the average for him is eight out of ten. What are you going to give part four then, mate, to wrap us up? Easy. I'm giving this. And I I, I I knew this pretty much from the end of the my first thing. I'm going to give it nine Ponder Babbers out of ten. It's a nine out of ten, mate. Which, it, yeah. Thank you, Ponder. No, no, no one's getting chopped in half. There's no like eight point fives or anything. I went with my gut, <laughs> my gut and my heart. Just say, yeah, give it a nine. Just give it a nine. You enjoyed it. You loved it. I think next week is going to get a bit crazy. Dave, like you said, Dave Filoni's directing it. This is his show. This is his show. And Dave's gone. No, no, no. Uh, part five episode five of ahsoka i'm gonna direct that that's my episode i'm doing that it's not an accident it's not random T- next week is gonna pop off gonna and go this mad. goes back to what i said earlier it's like uh, in my head mentally for some reason i was just prepared to expect a little bit of a lull and it's been the absolute opposite to that absolute opposite to that and it's <laughs> not slowing down anytime soon uh matty boy let me throw it over to you you, well, you now you're rating out of uh, Ahsoka Tano's, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, right? Yes. Is that right? I am Palpatine. I am. Ahsoka. Uh, throw me your score, big boy. What are you saying? I will throw you my score. Feloni does like an episode five. I'm pretty sure the Jedi is episode five as well with Mando. Um, uh, right, mate. I am going to. I actually had my score pre- pre-calculated because I wanted to work out my average for the season, and my score Ooh. for part four of Ahsoka. We're hand in hand, mate. It is nine out of ten, mate. I've got nine out of ten. I think it's the best one by far. Uh, again, there's always there's always room to get bigger, and the world between mm. worlds scares me more than you could ever know. But I trust Dave to rein it in and use it wisely, mate. My my average for the season is eight point one. Your average is eight point two five. So we're kind of batting in the same ballpark. There seems like we both like it, wouldn't you say? Uh, I, I'm here for that. I'm. I think that's about right. I think that is about right. The first uh, three episodes, I gave an eight out of ten, and yep. this is a nine out of ten. I found it obscenely consistent. I can't wait, and I couldn't wait to record the recap. I was like, I, I, was like, I can't wait. I need to get it out of my system. I need to do it. Um, this Dude. has been an absolute pleasure, mate. An absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Come back next week. 
Uh, I'm definitely going to come back next week. I hope you are too. And we hope everyone listening comes back next week. If it's your first recap, we hope you enjoyed it. If it's your 50th recap, how many we've done, we hope you enjoyed it as well. But that is going to do it then for this episode of Ahsoka Recap. We'll be recapping part five next week. Matey Boos, if the world wants to tell us what they thought about the show and we do want to know, where can they find us online? starwarsessions.co.uk search for us on twitter instagram threads x yeah x twitter you know social media just search star wars sessions you'll find us there send us a message or a voice message or just a thank you whatever get in contact with us send us an email to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk we have a patreon with tons of bonus content we're going to be doing a watch along it's very soon we're going to be announcing that very soon too so head over to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions for all the bonus content yes sir if you want to support the show for free you can do so by listening and leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice which still includes spotify scroll up and apple Podcasts as well do it now before i finished you'd have left us a five-star review and we will love you for it but thank you those five stars would help the show grow introduce us new listeners it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week and don't forget guys parsecsabers.com for 10 percent off character inspired sabers with the code sessions love it love it and please tell all your star wars friends about Ooh. us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your nearest jedi who doesn't have enough faith tell your ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier uh, castle spicy uh, come on yeah just tell shin hattie again this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from lukey boy may the force be with you always Thank you.